now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew on this Thanksgiving weekend for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Of course, we're going to share with you a few uh, gift ideas for the pilot on your list. That's what you do on the busiest shopping season or, you know, weekend of the year as we kick off the uh, gift the gift of aviation uh, here on Just Plane Radio. But before we do that, we got to catch uh, up, uh, up our passengers with some personal notes. I mean, that's what you do. Uh, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, when you get the family together, you share with family and friends. So that's kind of what I feel like we got to do today, Dennis. Are you with me? Uh, absolutely. You know, we've got sharing of grievances or, you know, yes. just re- just reflecting venting. on the last year. <laughs> a little bit of venting maybe too will be mixed in there. But, you know, since our last broadcast, I have been traveling uh, quite a bit. And as it never, you know, never fails to amaze me that as soon as I leave town is when I get a certified letter from the FAA. Now, Dennis doesn't even know about this. I'm sharing this with him live on Just Plain Radio for the first time. But when I left town, uh, I went over to New Orleans uh, for a, a big dive convention. And the first day I was gone, I you know I get these little email updates on what's coming in the mail. And I saw a certified letter from the FAA. I'm like, no, not again. Because last time, well, I mean, when you get a letter from the FAA, it's usually not good news. Are you with me on this, Dennis? Generally, you do not want to get those. Generally, it is bad. I mean, the last one I got, they were questioning uh, my special issuance for my medical certificate, and uh, and I opened it up. I'm like, oh no! And they they was like, they were asking for me to jump through all these extra hoops. They wanted me to have some more tests done. It was all kind of routine kind of stuff. After I talked to my AME, he's like, yeah, it's not a big deal. We just got to do it and go, you know, do this, this, and this. And you know, just a headache. It was a scheduling headache for me. But you know, I was like, great, okay. I wasn't planning on this, but let's get it done. And I did. And I got it done. And after I we you know submitted all the forms for, for what they requested, this was like I don't know a couple months ago. You know, I asked them. I said, once we send all this stuff in, am I going to hear back from the FAA that everything's good uh, and we're good? I'm good to go. And he, he goes, no, you'll probably hear nothing. And if you hear nothing, that's a good sign. That means they're good to go and you're fine. So when I saw the notice that I got this email, you know, this letter was coming from the FAA. I'm like, oh, great. Not again. So uh, I had the wife open it up, scan it, send it to me. And lo and behold, it was an acknowledgement of like, okay, you gave us everything we need. You're good to go. Your third class medical is intact. And my special issuance is good. <laughs> exactly. You were sweating bullets right now, weren't you, Captain well, Dennis? It was either that or they were just like, you know what, enough's enough. Here's your pilot certificate. We're done with you. <laughs> exactly. You've been trying for so long. But Dennis was uh, thinking, it was like, oh, great. Now another excuse of why we got to wait uh, to get back in the cockpit and do some training. But no, 
They uh, actually sent me a letter that they've accepted my, uh, you know, additional information that they requested and all looks good and you're, you're good to go. So they did send me notification that they liked what I sent them. So, you know, I guess that goes to show that just because you get a letter from the FAA doesn't necessarily, it's going to be the bad, bad news. And, uh, you know, which is what I was starting to be programmed for. <laughs> so they, they, they got me off my game. I don't know what to expect when I get a letter from them now. Uh, Dennis, have you ever got anything positive from the FAA in the mail like that or no? What do you think? Not certified, but I have gotten numerous things from the FAA, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's you know your, your pilot certificate that you were expecting from your right. latest rating, but like what can they know, get me so, for now? Oh, right. what did I do? You know, yeah. you start thinking back to every flight you just did, and you know, did you clip the edge of a uh, towered airspace or something right. like that, and forgot? You know, you mm-hmm. just start to think, did I do something wrong? No, I'm good, but you always wonder. Yeah. Well, you know, there there you go. So uh, that's the first positive letter I think I've ever received from them, other than, you know, maybe getting my pilot. Actually, I don't think I got a certificate from them. It was all electronic before when I got, uh, you know, like training certificates and things like that. that was like well, you would have email. gotten a letter from them with your uh, student pilot certificate because that came as a plastic card. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been years ago. And I don't, I don't remember getting that. You but blanked it out. <laughs> exactly. I blocked it out because it's uh, it's been a long time coming. I mean, 11, 12, I don't know, years. <laughs> do you want me to go back in the logbook? No, I can do that. we don't need to bother with that. But uh, anyway, so there, I don't know, kind of a bright spot. You know, I thought it was going to totally ruin my holiday weekend when I got back that I was going to have to deal with a whole new headache and jump through a whole bunch of new hoops. But not the case. The FAA came through and sent me something nice. It was almost like a Christmas card, you know, because I was kind of like, oh, that's nice. Okay, at least they acknowledged it, and I know I'm I'm good. And uh, they, uh, you know, they just uh, made that apparent. So that was, uh, there you go. So that's that. Now, now you, while I was away, were doing something kind of uh, wacky. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not- Hunger not pains, out of character for me. Yeah, kick, kicked well, into play here, and and you know you tell me this story about uh, you know you're in Fort Myers and you heard that the McRib is back at McDonald's, and I'll let you take it from there. What happened? Well, you know it is that time of year that the the McRib does make its uh, annual uh, re- reappearance. It's kind of like you know the Great Pumpkin or something like that. Is it? See, I I didn't know there was a seasonal thing to the McRib, but uh, you evidently are a connoisseur. Uh, you could say that okay. it, it might be right. a bordering a little bit on obsession, but right. you know, okay. Yeah, but you know, fine. it's that time of year, and unfortunately, this time around, McDonald's gave the franchises the option of whether they wanted to carry it or not. So there, hmm. it's not uniform if it's nationwide. Okay, and uh, the Fort Myers area decided unwisely to not carry the McRib. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they so, don't like McRibs. That's well, sad. yeah, I don't know what the deal is. It's kind of dumb because, you know, they just lost a lot of business from me personally, and I'm sure there's <laughs> others. But but thank God for the Internet, because there is a website called the McRib Locator that mm. this guy has uh, created this website that even McDonald's corporate acknowledges as the best way to figure out who's got a McRib and where. Wow. Uh, and it turns out the Tampa market is carrying the McRib. Okay, so Fort so, Myers did not have the McRib. Tampa did. So you hopped in your Mooney 201 and said, okay, it's time to do a $100 McRib sandwich. <laughs> you bet. And it turns out that the Sarasota Airport 
Um, if you go and land at Dolphin Aviation, you can literally walk out their parking lot and the McDonald's is right across the street. Well, that's so, convenient. Yeah. Very convenient. So I called up the, the kind folks at Dolphin and asked them what they would charge for a ramp fee to just run and grab a McRib. And when they finished <laughs> laughing, they said, you know what? We feel so strongly in you and support you in this, uh, that we're not going to charge you a ramp fee. Wow. And in fact, they gave me the courtesy car to run one block <laughs> down their driveway yeah. across, uh, Tamiami Trail there to the restaurant and so back. So you could just go through the drive through. You didn't even have to go in. Correct. I ordered wow. on the app, went through the drive-thru, picked it up, came back to the plane, got the obligatory picture of the McRib sandwich sitting on the wing of the airplane, yeah. and flew back home. And uh, with the autopilot on <laughs> and uh, heading programmed in and altitude hold on, I sat back and ate my McRib. How about that? All right. Yeah, you need to send this uh, to McDonald's corporate because uh, that, that sounds like a great McDonald's commercial. I mean, they just got one here on Just Plain Radio. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing it, or what? what is it? I don't even know yeah, what Yeah, just say. loving it. Loving it, there like you go. Yeah. Just loving the McRib. Wow. Yep. Okay. But all good things must come to an end, Uh-oh. and unfortunately, this adventure became quite the adventure, because it's now dark coming back from you know from dinner in Sarasota. Yeah. It's only like a 20-minute flight. Yeah, it's getting but, dark you know, uh, early now, right now. Way too early. Mm-hmm. So I go to turn on the runway lights uh, here at home plate, and uh, they're not working. Uh-oh. No runway lights at all. And it, it is black out there. I mean, there was no moon to really light anything up. So, so here you are. <laughs> you're you're all uh, juiced up on McRib sauce and meat and God knows. And you get back home, uh, ready to just uh, pass out in front of the TV. And the runway lights don't work. What happened to Captain Dennis? Well, we'll find out next on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Enough reindeer games. Back to the sky, boys. We need to shave three minutes off our flight time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. This is Just Plain Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are a crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and just... Sharing some uh, anecdotal stories that, uh, you know, our, our flying lives have uh, given us here to share with family and friends. That's what you do on Thanksgiving weekend and a kick off to the most wonderful time of the year. So uh, let's just do that. So Dennis flies back after getting a McRib, which is, uh, I mean, there's issues uh, connected with that. And I don't know if we want to get into that or just leave that to your therapist. But uh, after you successfully uh, you know, flew your plane to get that one hundred dollar McRib sandwich in Tampa, or it was Sarasota, right? Yeah, it was right? actually Sarasota. Okay, so you flew back and all satisfied and proud of yourself that you did something totally nuts for most normal people, but that's fine. That's what we do as pilots. Sometimes you get back to your home airport, you click, uh, you, you got the switch that will turn on the runway lights. Correct? That's usually Thank what you. happens. Key the mic up five times to right. turn the runway lights on, and uh, there was you got, nothing. You got nothing, and you're like, "Well, dope." So, I mean, what did you do? Did you call down to someone there in the uh, flight, uh, you know, uh, air park, and say, "Hey, what's up with the runway lights?" Or what could you well, do at that? Point? Not initially, because there is nobody to call. It's an yeah. uncontrolled field, so. Right. Um, I did try to kind of line up with the runway and see if, you know, the landing light was going to be enough to light up, you know, and see the runway number or something. But it was, it just was too dark to even consider trying to make a, uh, no, li- no runway light landing. Yeah. So I circled the field one more time, keying the mic, trying everything and it just would not come up. And so at that mm-hmm. point it's like, okay, I'm out. Where do we, you know, here Where we come to page now? field. Yeah. Yep. Down, downtown Fort Myers. Hello, page field. Call up the tower and say, Hey, uh, coming in. <laughs> here we go. Right. And, uh, you know, pull up and in, in front of the FBO over there at, uh, like seven o'clock, eight, seven, eight o'clock at night. And yeah. So, uh, what's the parking fee for the night? Uh, do you have a discount for neighbors that have, uh, runway lights in op? And they, uh, did they say, well, are you flying in to get a McRib or do you have a McRib that you'd like to barter with? You're like, no, nope, well, I, I, I still it. had the McDonald's bag in my hand when I walked up to the counter. So there was no denying what was done. Right. Uh, but did they, so no. did they uh, say, hey, do you got any extra McRibs? We could, uh, mm-hmm. cut a deal. And he's like, they're in my belly. Uh, in, <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, so that no. didn't work. It didn't work, but you know they they were quite accommodating. If I bought ten gallons of gas, uh, they'd they'd waive the overnight parking, and their right. their fuel is actually some of the lowest price in the area. So hey, yeah. top it off. I'll come get the plane in the morning. Well, and- now when you're flying around in your Mooney two hundred one, though, I mean, can, don't you have your cell phone hooked up to uh, uh, to your comm system if you wanted to call someone down there and like, hey Joe, 
you know, like your neighbor down there at the air park. Why aren't the runway lights working? Were you able to do that if you wanted or, or no? I could have, but it wouldn't have done any good. You know, what yeah. am I going to do? Sit here and circle, you know, four miles from the RSW well, International no, Airport? Well, no, he could pull his <laughs> truck around and light up the l- uh, runway for you, like in the <laughs> yeah, movies. That's my daughter suggested, too. She's like, you yeah. know, I could have brought the car out. Yeah, right. no. That would have been too much still, trouble. Yeah. I think it wouldn't have been very safe. Well, so, of course not. You know, it wouldn't have been the ideal. But it, uh, when you have another airport that's lit and towered, you know, five miles away from you. Yeah. It just makes more sense. And well, so what about, I, I landed. what about, uh, I mean, it's still, uh, it's the choice of the pilot in command, right? I mean, if you felt that you, your eyes had adjusted enough to the, to the, uh, you know, nighttime or lack of light. And you felt you could see the numbers enough to be able to get the plane down. Do you still have that option, or are you obliged to like, nope, can't land there. I got to go somewhere. No, I, else. I could have if I could have, ident- you know, confidently made out the field and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you got a bright enough landing light, I guess anything's possible. Right. But unfortunately, it was you know kind of a worst case scenario. There was almost no moon. There was an overcast, and yeah, so oh, it was. Okay. It was Super a big dark. black hole right. uh, to try to line up And with. it would have been unnerving regardless. And, yeah, uh, exactly. But, I mean, did you even make the attempt to just kind of run through what you thought the pattern would be to see if you could see anything? Or I, did you give I up did, on it? I did. No, I did actually try to line up on the runway. Mm-hmm. And I, I was pretty close, but I didn't want to go below about 500 feet. Yeah. And, you know, then I, I initiated a go around and flew around one more time just to try to see if I could, because I could see the runway yeah. when I was on top of the airport. But when you're out trying to make the pattern and get lined up, you're just far enough out and there's trees and neighborhood and whatnot that right. you just can't make the field. And so when I looked at my track on FlightAware um, later that night, you could see I was actually perfectly lined up on that first approach. Right. If I would have chopped the power, I would have been fine. Yeah. But I wasn't confident so i didn't yeah. want to take the chance well yeah i and mean the second lineup was a, was a disaster i was <laughs> it was a quarter mile off oh were you wow yeah yeah i mean yeah that would be you know like stepping off in the abyss you know like uh you know we were both divers like stepping off on a night dive and you have no idea what's down there you know there's supposed to be a water and and not a shark with his mouth wide open but uh but it can be a little unnerving so i guess it's just your comfort level too huh Right. And, you know, with the Mooney, the way that the thing is set up, it's got a single landing light in the nose, and it's an HID light. It's bright, but it's not enough to right. really light up, you know, from a mile away. So maybe we need to talk to the folks at Welland and see about getting some, you know, lights out on the wingtips. And, well, that's what I was you know, going to say. Yeah. Did that, uh, you know, create a situation where you know what you want for Christmas now? <laughs> I, I have been wanting to get additional lights on that airplane because that single uh, nose light really doesn't do a lot of good going down the, the neighborhood streets in the air park. The Mooney sits kind of nose high. Yeah. So it, it it just barely lights in front of you. And so I would love to get some uh, recognition lights installed out in the wingtips mm-hmm. because that's where my challenge is in, an, in a neighborhood like this. We have trees lining the sides of the roads and stuff like that. So right. having lights on the wingtip would, would better illuminate the edges of the road and things like that just give your wider uh, vision in the yeah. evening yeah that makes and sense. in flight it would make you much more visible to other aircrafts too so i don't see a negative to doing this can, can you just get some uh go over to home depot and get some of them snap-on <laughs> lights or whatever and stick them on via 3m take 
If I was in Captain Tom's RV uh, nine, <laughs> yes, I could. But ah. because the Mooney is a certified airplane, we have to jump through a few more hoops. Right. So you got to get the certified uh, Wellum. Is that what it is? What is something it? like a Wellum recognition Wellen. light, or or you need to work with your mechanic and come up with something that would be acceptable. And right. You know, I've got some some uh, things that I found through the Mooney Group to yeah. install some wheeling uh, lights that come out of uh, police light bars. Okay, so you know that those will throw some light, and they made brackets and everything. So, well, how much you that think those have, will break? Yeah, I already have the stuff. I just need to get a mechanic to approve it. Oh, so, you already have the lights. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So what, it's what just they, the work to install it and run the cable, put the circuit breaker in, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that's going to take some time. Well, how, why did you have the lights? You just you found them in a used Mooney thing. Is that what you're saying? Or? I found uh, I found the, the an article on Mooney Space yeah. that somebody had replaced their old the the Wellen uh, twelve volt halogen bulbs that uh-huh. were melting the plastic lenses. They went with these LED uh, and came up with a retrofit, uh, including a three D printed bracket that could go on your wingtip. Hmm. So it was a pretty pretty very very neat, clean, tidy package that they put together. Oh. You just have to get a mechanic. To do DIY the DIY yeah. set up. Okay. All right. Well, you go that route. And if that doesn't work, you know, we'll we'll go to Mooney and buy an actual kit. <laughs> there you go. Or just get a new plane. How about that? No, I like that's this not one in too the cards. Okay. <laughs> Gifts for the pilot on your list. That's coming up next on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells, ringing through the land. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and throwing in a few gift ideas for the pilot on your list. It is that time of year. Busiest shopping weekend of the year. So might as well save yourself the aggravation and uh, listen to these few suggestions for the pilot on your list. Uh, we're getting these from uh, where exactly, Dennis? 
Well, it's a combination of uh, you know some of the things that Sporties has sent out, and then just some of the things that I personally would like to to either get or give to the pilots. Uh, you know, one of the first things that came across my inbox uh, over the last couple of weeks is you know pilots tend to be hard to buy for because well we tend to get the things we need when we want them. True. Uh, at least that's what my wife tells me. Yep. So, uh, but. For the captain or the, you know, the professional pilot that has everything, um, there is a website called christmasepaulets.com. Okay. And it's a fundraiser for the Gary Sinise Snowball Foundation and the Shatek Weyerhaeuser Scholarship Fund. Um, the fund was created to honor a former Northwest Airlines pilot who passed away from, I think, uh, you know, cancer or something like that mm-hmm. uh, a number of years ago. But his family um, started making these airline epaulets, you know, the captain's bars. Right. So... Check it out. They're red and green instead of your typical silver and gold, uh, and they, okay. they really stand out. So you want to be festive uh, on, as an airline pilot or as a charter pilot? Up, pick yourself up Upgrade your bling. Right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Mean, heck, I might even get a pair and wear them for the radio show. Uh, I, well, why not? Uh, it would be an upgrade any way you look at it. And since it's a radio show, you don't really get right. to see what we see here on the closed caption video, which is probably a good thing. You're welcome. But still, I mean, it would be an upgrade, sure. Now, so where do yeah. you go to get these things? Uh, the go website? to christmasepaulets.com or just okay. Google search it. All right, there you go. And they're, they're not expensive. It's 20 bucks plus shipping. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you got to be a captain to wear them, or you just no. you just do it because you... I don't think they audit your uh, your uh, license, you know, when you place the order. Right. I think they're they're willing to sell to anybody, so... Okay. There you well, go. There you go. Yeah, you use them for the holidays and just if you want to, you know, play pilot... Pret- yeah, great for Halloween costume, sure. right? Well, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, why not? It's a little late. We're, we're beyond that. But hey, for next year, you can start thinking ahead. True. True. It starts earlier and earlier each year, so why not? Yeah. Okay, so what yeah. are some of the other uh, gift ideas for the pilot on your list? So one of the things I found extremely valuable as a flight instructor and, and even as a student, I think uh, picking up some sort of a portable aviation radio um, or even just a scanner, um, you know, as a flight instructor, it's kind of handy to have a spare radio so I can listen when I launch a student off for a solo or something like that. Yeah. But as a student pilot, I think you would still find value in it by being able to tune in to the aviation frequencies around you and listen to how the pilots are communicating with air traffic control and things like that, because sure. you can pick up on a lot of the terminology and the pacing and things like that and be able to understand, which I think will make you a better uh, student pilot. So, yeah. Well, you can get that online too, can't you? But, sure, you can through Live ATC, right? But it, yep. but if you just had a like, it's like a little handheld VHF radio kind of thing, is what you're talking about? Yeah, a little portable trans. Yep, little portable transceiver, and mm-hmm. I like having that that radio because it's in my flight bag, and if we have a problem when I'm flying with a student, I can pull that out of my bag and you know call call the tower and say, hey, we just had a problem with our panel radio, and right. off we go. Now you got to back up. Yeah, and those aren't exactly. that expensive either. I don't believe are they? No, the what, one that does sporties was average couple hundred bucks, uh, two hundred or so. Yeah, all right, two hundred or so for an actual airband transmitter. Yeah, and a lot less if you want to go with just a receive only scanner. Got it. Yeah, well, might as well look at it as a backup as a backup system. Get the transmitter too. I mean, that's, uh, I think that's just wise. Yeah, the Sporties PJ series, which I really love. That's the one I have. I can plug my headset directly into the top of the radio. You don't have to have any extra cables. There's no fiddling around. Yeah. So that's really nice for in the cockpit, and that's I think two hundred and twenty bucks or something okay. like that. So, and if you're, your not panel break goes the down, bank. it's not cheap, but it's still not not wildly expensive. Yeah. 
Well, exactly. And and once again, you can multi uh, multi purpose it by exactly. using it on the ground and and having it as a you know backup to a backup, so to speak, in the cockpit. So that's pretty good. All right, what else we have? So I'm a big fan of the Apple Watch, but you know Garmin has one. If you want a dedicated aviation watch, they've got a new version of theirs out. So I find it you know really useful, and I never really realized it until you you know start flying. And I've got a app on my watch called Watch Metar, and I grab the yoke of the airplane, I look down, and I've got my current altimeter setting as I'm taxiing out to the runway. You oh, know, very really? convenient, you know. Hmm. So. There, there's a lot of cool little apps like that that you can put on the Apple Watch. ForeFlight actually has an integration now that they can actually display the weather um, directly from ForeFlight right on your Apple Watch as well. So, so wait a minute. Let me get, uh, get this. So you're saying you can get the ATIS? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's, you're getting not the actual ATIS, but you're getting the local, the nearest weather from the nearest airport. Okay. So All right. So uh, you still have to dial up ATIS and get it. You still uh, need officially. to call ATIS, get information, Juliet, and right. all that if you're at a towered airport. But Does it this even, gives you... Yeah. Well, would it even tell you that? I mean, no. like, it wouldn't... Uh, see, I that, they ought to make an app for that. They probably do. I haven't looked into it because, hey, I don't take off out of a towered airport, and mm-hmm. the ones that have digital... Um, uh, ATIS are usually the big carrier airports where there isn't as much uh, general aviation traffic anyway. Right. Well, understood. But even the ones that uh, are uh, recordings, you know, with the way the uh, technology is now, they could transcribe that immediately with some kind of AI robot or something and then just have it go right down to your watch. That'd be pretty convenient or pretty that, good that backup, would wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a lot easier we than We just thought to of a million dollar idea there, Dennis. <laughs> Well, I, I hate to tell you, but the guys at uh, Apario have already kind of headed down that road. They've got a transcription feature built into their um, EFB app that can actually transcribe your headset audio if you have a cable hooked up. Oh. They've been doing that for a number of years. It's okay. kind of cool. Well, all right. So, Maybe it's not but, a million-dollar idea, but uh, throw, but throw it's certainly, 50 bucks it, you know, Hey, we're going to send the, the current uh, ATIS information right to your watch. Yes. There you go. All right. It's coming. All right. But it, just all those different aviation watch uh, apps. There's a ton of them out there for the Apple Watch, is your point, right? Right. And if you don't want to go with the Apple Watch, um, Garmin has you know several different aviator-specific watches that have GPS built in that integrate with Garmin Pilot app, all mm-hmm. sorts of things like that. So it, there's a tool out there for your particular flight bag. Right. So. You just got to look around, see what you want. But there yep. are plenty of options. Okay, what it's, else you think? So. One of the things I find extremely valuable because I've gone almost 100% electronic on all my flight bag, uh, you know, I don't carry a sectional anymore. I've got right. four flight. But you got to keep those things charged. So yeah. a portable battery, indispensable. Um, they make some really nice thin compact ones. Sporties carry some, but you can go to Amazon and, you know, buy from Anchor or anybody like that. Throw a portable battery brick in your flight bag because it could save your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that, USB cables. It right. seems, you know, kind of a minor thing, but hey, we just had a big transition in the Apple world. So for those of you that are on iPhones, welcome to the world of USB-C. And now you got to throw away all your lightning cables. So right. if you didn't think about it, you need a USB cable in your panel. You're going to need one in your flight bag for the battery that you just bought. Mm-hmm. So getting some good quality um, USB cables is always a uh, nice little stocking. And stuff. I think that's the key. Get the quality ones. If you just get those flimsy plastic things, yeah, they work fine for the most part. But boy, you put them in a cockpit where there's uh, any kind of sunlight and, and heat and you leave them in there, they will deteriorate quickly. 
So you're better off getting those like braided types or, you know, a little more heavy duty uh, cables, don't you think? Agreed. And buy from a reputable manufacturer, not uh, some, you know, 10th consonants and a vowel that somebody uh, registered on Amazon. Um, You know, you go with a name brand like Anchor, Belkin, Apple, something like that. The cables are going to meet the uh, USB specs to give you the better um, data throughputs and things like that that you might not find. You might be hard-pressed to even get power at, and at a low level through some of the cheap cables where the more expensive cables will deliver in, you know, 20, 30 watts of power to your phone, which will allow fast charging, which right. is something you need on an iPad. Yeah, and you can still get them pretty cheap, especially if you order them, you know, like on Amazon or or something right. like that. But you just don't, don't buy the 10 of them for a dollar. Yes, you don't want that deal. That's uh, You're going to get what you pay for, which probably didn't pay enough. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now cleared for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Refill your eggnog for you, get you something to eat, drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. This is Just Playing Radio, Greg, your co-pilot. That is Neil and Captain Dennis. We are your crew on this holiday weekend. Hopefully you're making the best of it. Giving you a, a few ideas of what to get the pilot on your list. We've worked through a few, and uh, I think there are some great ideas, but we got a few more to share. Dennis, uh, what's next on the list? Well, you know me. I'm a gadget geek, um, and... I've found, you know, with electronic flight bags, one of the most valuable tools to have is some way to get additional information in flight. And one of the best tools for that has been the Sentry and Stratus ADSB receivers. Right. Because as you're flying along, you get, um, you can actually see the other traffic, the other planes that are around you. But as you were talking earlier, things like ATIS. Um, we're able to get, you know, current weather information, digital ATIS from the airports that support it. Right to your iPad, right to your favorite EFB app. So yep. I think that that's invaluable. That's great stuff. I mean, the more information you have, the better and safer pilot you're going to be. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's just uh, knowing how to manage all that information. So that's another way to, you got to figure out how to digest it all. But man, we're just getting more and more into the technology that uh, provides just tons of stuff at our, at our fingertips. So it's good to have for sure. Uh, you know, the other element of that, I guess you just got to figure out how to manage it properly and digest it all. But uh, more and more information is becoming available, and you just got to figure out how to manage it, you know, in, in your own brain, in the own way you, you absorb it, right? And, and the more you use it, the more you find ways to use it. Sure. Uh, you know, I was sitting at the end of the runway in Sarasota and at Fort Myers uh, last couple of days here waiting for my turn to get out. And you could actually see, because of the ADSB traffic, um, it was displayed up on my uh, Avidine and also on the iPad, and I could see where the airplanes were. I could see who was on final, so I had kind of an idea of when they're going to finally release me. So, you know, it's even on the ground, it's useful. Sure. 
There you go. All right. So you get your Stratus if you don't already have it or something uh, comparable. What else is on the list for the pilot on our holiday gift-giving list that we need to uh, consider? Well, given that uh, I had a, a little unexpected uh, issue with the runway lights, maybe a great mm. big flashlight would be good to hang out the window, but what? even a small one <laughs> that you can use in the cockpit is always uh, very handy. Yeah. I found these these little uh, pencil flashlights from Coast uh, are really handy. They're basically two double or two AAA batteries, and they've got a focused beam. Work great for doing pre-flights. You can quickly look inside the engine compartment and see if you've got any birds nesting or right. you know snakes on the plane or whatever. Yeah, hey, you don't want but, those. Yeah. But it fits, you know, it's a small lightweight, fits in your shirt pocket or your pants pocket, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're handy. They're, what about they're very those, inexpensive. Uh, you know, those uh, headlamp uh, type lights, those things are pretty cheap and pretty handy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they're they're getting really fancy. I got a really cool one that's a USB rechargeable. That's got uh, a big bright beam plus red lights yeah. plus uh, uh, like a halo of lights all around. So if you're working under the belly of the airplane or something, it kind of lights up the whole area. Right. Oh, those are yeah. They, there's a lot of options out there, and the nice part is they're hands free. Yeah, and and you can get them pretty cheap. I mean, uh, I mean, you don't have to go too fancy on that. That'd be a perfect stocking stuffer, I think, right? for the pilot uh, on your list. So, uh, yeah, one of those head uh, headlamp lights, you know, that kind of thing. Those are good. Especially, like I said, with the, with the red light, that comes in really handy on a night flight because you want to use the red light in the cockpit as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, a bright white Super one. bright white yeah. that'll blind out your night vision. Yes, right. exactly. Exactly. Okay, so uh, what else we have? So we can flip that to the other side and uh, sunglasses. Of course, yes. Because, you know, we're down here in Florida, and I've got, you know, the uh, – jet shades in my airplane but even then um it's still quite bright coming from the front so having Mm -hmm. a pair of sunglasses or even you know just walking around the plane and pre-flighting having a cool set of sunglasses especially like the flying eyes where they're thin and go underneath your 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 headset without breaking the seal uh those are a real nice addition to any pilot would would uh, definitely appreciate that right and and you know you're always looking for uh new cool styles uh different colored lenses I don't think there's a pilot listening right now that couldn't use a new pair of sunglasses. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. And, you know, Top Gun didn't come out that long ago, so some Ray-Bans or something right. like that would be Depends cool. Depends on the, you know, yeah. the, the day of what uh, pair of sunglasses you want to uh, you know, wear. So if you have a pilot on your list, just know sunglasses are, yeah, that's an easy, easy fix, even if they already have a few pair. They, you can never have too many, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So there you go. Uh, that's a pretty good list. For the pilot on your uh, holiday gift-giving list, so take advantage of that. I'm sure there's a ton more you can find online, but, you know, yeah, you're right. Pilots have a tendency to just go out, buy what they want when they need it. I'm in that category, too. But, you know, you can never have too much of a good thing. Right. And worst case, go buy them a training course. Oh, true. You know, if if the pilot's already certified... Sign up, you know, get them a, a gift certificate to Sporties. Maybe he needs a multi-engine course or uh, how to fly float planes, and he can follow my son's footsteps and go to Alaska and get a seaplane rating or come down right. here to Jack Brown. And, you know, but it can g- inspire them to do something different. Or in your case, maybe it will actually get you over the finish line. Well, there's that. You know, there's and, hope. And, you know, and there's a lot of folks listening right now. I mean, pilots or who pretty much listen to Just Plain Radio. So keep this in mind, too, if you haven't already thought about this. Uh, give the gift of aviation. Hello. It is the easiest gift to give anybody, whether they're into flying or not, especially if they're not. Uh, go yeah, over you to can a- make those. 
make a little homemade coupon and you know well, give a homemade it to your buddy coupon? for a free plane ride to Key West. You yeah, know, if you some- call up any flight school across the country, uh, they will. They all have these little Discover Flight things that you can purchase during the holidays and give that, you know, to the person on your holiday you know shopping list. And you know, it always fits. It's always the right color, and they'll they'll love you for life. If you give them that experience, and, and it's not that much money. I mean, they sell Discovery flights for what hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, depending on how long you want to go. And man, what an experience it is for people, especially that have never had the opportunity to fly in a private aircraft. You think? Are you with me? Yeah. And, and if the budget allows, you know, there is a next level to that. You could get somebody a jet card, which jet card. entitles them to like so many hours of private jet travel. Whoa. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just saying, you know, the, those are out there. If, if, you know, if somebody flying in a small little piston airplane, well, that's not bougie enough for them. Well, and you have the, the means, there are other options. Well, I'll tell you what, Dennis, you just gave me a great idea for what you could give me. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to get me that for what? Christmas. Because I'll give plane. you the I don't I'll have give you the number for my son's company. You can call him up. And, ah, uh, there you go. Know. Well, yeah, we, so we can get the preferred customer discount, or will they add us right twice charge? the normal retail? Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. All right. Well, yeah, and I'll tell you what. What a time it would be to have your own private jet card right now and have access to that uh, during the holiday season. You know, we're going to talk about this a lot more next week as we are smack dab in the middle of the busiest, you know, travel days and, uh, you know, in the, of the year. And, uh, I have a feeling you do not want to be near a commercial airport if at all possible, but it's almost impossible to avoid. Uh, but, but what a mess. If you have, well, to I can it. only imagine what Orlando looks like right now, considering what the Fort Myers area is like. Right. Uh, we Fort Myers International had to open an auxiliary parking lot, and it was already full by Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and forget I about was, it. Yeah, yeah. If you I, you want to park a car at the airport, you're going to be parked a few miles away. That definitely applies to Orlando for sure, too. Well, and I went to pick up the Mooney uh, from Page Field the other day after the the failed McRib return. Yeah, and they actually have overflow parking at the GA airport. There's so many people that are getting on charter flights and whatnot, leaving their cars behind that the parking lot can't handle it. They're they're parking them in the grass and fitting them where they can. Yeah, it's that busy right now. You're way better doing an Uber to the airport than trying to park your car at the airport or even one of those satellite lots. Uh, in the Orlando area right now, so <laughs> it's I mean, probably cheaper too. Yeah, or at least it's you know re- really it's a wash uh, because they they do upcharge and you have to make reservations for a spot and even you know some of those special lots and things. It's just a big mess. You want to avoid it at all costs. Just fly a commercial, and when you want a McRib, I don't know, call up Dennis. He knows where to go, or maybe they do a DoorDash run for you. I got to get the drones in check, and maybe next time you'll use that option. Hey, Chick Fil A is already doing that up in Brandon, Florida, okay. near Tampa. Well, there you go. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember: there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 